Hi, my friends. It's Brandy Kimberly, and I am back with another episode of Pass the Prosecco. Today, I'm here with my sister, Selena. Say hi. Hi, everyone. And I brought her on because she is currently in college, and she is a tech major. Selena, do you want to tell them what your degree is in? Yes. So my degree is um, for digital media. Um, with the idea of going into web development. So um, just doing like coding and app uh, creation, uh, possibly like web design. That is so cool, isn't it? And um, she's working really hard on it and you're almost complete. How much longer do you have, Cell? So I probably have about two semesters, maybe three if I have to push it back just because um, also work full time um so around there maybe like about a year cool um I want to go on topic here off topic here for a second um and talk about um something that I was looking at on Instagram um so hey Nasreen if I'm saying her name correctly Um, she is about one to two years older than I am. And let me tell you, she looks amazing for her age, by the way. Um, I don't know if you want to look her up on Instagram, but, uh, she was a fashion influencer that I've been following. I want to say since like 2017, 18, I love her cozy, casual outfits. And I noticed the other night that she posted an IGTV the other day and she had some really bad news. Um, so uh, just before I started uh, talking to you, before you called me, um, I saw her stories and they're really sad. And I am definitely going to be praying for her and her journey. So earlier this month, she found out that she has breast cancer through an annual exam. That's sad. Yeah, it's really sad. It's definitely something that you wouldn't think would happen to you, you know? No, not at all. Um, Sometimes, I'm I'm sure most women, like, have that thought in the back of their head, but at the same time think, like, they're perfectly fine. Yeah, and that's what she was saying on her IGTV. She said she um, has felt a lump in her breast, but she was thinking, oh, you know, it's just like something that's not, you know, a tumor or cancers or anything like that. And um, she is sharing her journey with us on Instagram, and it's just so heartbreaking. She has, I think, like three kids and a husband. She lives in Austin. Um but I feel like she absolutely has a lot of support, which is good on Instagram. So that's why she was going to share her journey on Instagram was for the support and to get the message out to her followers. Um, she had a really strong message that said to basically just take care of your health. And if you feel like something is not right, to go get it checked out because you never know. Absolutely. Yeah, she pretty much she thought that you know like she was going to be fine and the news was going to be good and then it was not life-changing news yeah definitely well selena um so today we're going to talk about um the things that you should think about before starting a blog and um i've asked you to come on here because you are currently taking a class that's asked you to start a blog for a grade, and I wanted to get like a fresh perspective on um, starting a blog and what it looks like today. And I'll have um, I'll have you share some of your knowledge and the things that you're learning in your class. If you have anything you want to share, so I might ask you to join me in another podcast when I start talking about like the technical aspect of blogging, but. Um, I think today what I want to do is like go over like the brains, brainstorming, the layout, the things that you got to think about before you actually start a blog. Yeah, so the class that I'm taking is called, um, it's writing for digital media. And this instructor wants us to get onto WordPress and create a website 
or create a blog. Um, she didn't tell us like how far we have to go into it, just that we should be posting um, once a week, um, just so people can, I guess, have a feel of like what it is to have or what it's like to have a, a website or a blog. And um, she's letting us kind of take control and and do whatever we would like with it, just making sure that, you know, everything as far as, like, what we're writing is making sense. And also, like, we always have to keep in mind that whatever we post needs to have some kind of limit to it because we don't want to make it too lengthy for readers. Um, so that's something that has always stuck out to me that she said to us from the beginning. So I try really hard with all my posts for that. Um, but one of the things is she wanted us to get as creative as we wanted to, or as limited as we wanted to be. Um, yeah. So full, full choice on what, what it is. I have taken another class that was like this, where I did another blog before. And with that one, I dedicated a lot of time with it because I kind of connected that one with my current job. And so it was a little bit easier for me to do that. But this class, um, I've not fully invested in it yet. I might start picking that up now that I've kind of um, been able to move my school times around with my other classes and with my regular job um because I work full-time I I kind of figured out a little system for myself so I might dedicate a little bit more time to making this um blog look and feel like a real blog rather than just like a posting type of blog um so what she first had us do was either get on to um WordPress or Blogger, and I chose WordPress because I'm a little bit more familiar with it since we kind of started messing around with your WordPress blog um, when you first started out. Um, so I was a little familiar with it. Um, and what it is, is it's called um, Capture My Foodie. And I wanted something that would be not easy, but something that would kind of get me out especially now that you and uh, your husband live closer to home. Mm -hmm. It's it, when y'all come over for us to just go try somewhere new. So basically it's all about food, um, all about restaurants that are here locally in our town and um, trying to explore and help people that come and travel to our town try new things because we are a tourist destination for one and people love local stuff. So I thought I might just jump on that and see what it is that we have because uh Zentonio is pretty big in like the culinary world now if you didn't know that yeah, yeah. so many things to try now oh that's why you're like saying hey we should try this restaurant uh -huh. now yeah. I feel bad because I could have helped out with your grade well, so that one right there I think was a tr uh, like a franchise one, I had never heard of it before, and it just sounded really interesting, but I know mom really doesn't like, um, like, seafood like that, like, Louisiana-style seafood, like, gumbo. She's not too big in that, and, or crawfish, and I love crawfish. I don't know why, but I love it. Mom doesn't, so I think that place has a lot of crawfish, so she wasn't wanting to try it. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. I'd rather everyone, like, eat what they like, not whatever I'm trying to do because I can find I can literally find anywhere in San Antonio especially on our new side of town there are so many restaurants over here I have like no idea what's new and what's not anymore because I always see something different now and then tonight you're going to um Fl Flix and Brew right or uh, yeah Flix Brewery that's what it's called yeah it's a movie place if um, y'all are not familiar with it it's a movie theater that's kind of like an Alamo Draft ah, Alamo Draft House if you guys are familiar with that um, it's kind of like that but I think they brew their own beer right if, yes um, yeah I, I've been to the one by our house and my husband and I it's like one of our favorite places to go so you you can create a blog post off of tonight's experience because you're going for the yeah. first time Yes, yeah, and that's what I plan to do because um, I have a post set up for when um, me and my coworkers went to eat a couple of days ago. Um, I don't ever eat on that side of town, even though there's like 10 times the amount of restaurants 
I just don't, if I'm not at work, I don't go to the South, to the South Tom area. Um, but there are so many restaurants over there. And so anytime me and my coworkers do go out, it's summer new. Mm -hmm. And so I have lined up, but I really want to get a flex brewery because, it's yes. and it's somewhere people can go with their family members, um, and, or in a date. It's you need to try. Yeah, yeah. We went um, to go see the new Venom movie a few weeks back, and they had like Venom drinks and stuff like that. I mean, of course, we ended up getting beer, but we also tried the one drink together. We shared it. It was pretty good, and they have good food there too. So I think you'll like it. You'll have fun. Yeah, that's what I plan to do. I'm going with my best friend, and she uh, she's obsessed with Michael Myers movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, the new Halloween, but I really want to try their food. It, their menus look really nice, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, you got to tell me how that movie is tonight, if it's worth going over to see it, or just see it at home. Oh. I've seen mixed reviews, so I'm like skeptic about it, but I just really want to try Flix Brewery, so yeah. it'll be fun. Yeah, definitely. So um, there are various types of blogs. Um, I remember last time you were trying to do this, you said you were going to do like a wedding venue blog, but now you're doing the culinary scene type blog, um, which I think is pretty cool. Um, There are also different things like lifestyle hacks, and the list goes on of different type of blogs. Photography is another good one. I'm going to go into these steps of, um, like, if you were thinking about creating a blog, uh, decision-making, and maybe you could share what you were thinking when you were trying to come up with a blog. Um, So for me, I know I love fashion, and that's why I started sharing fashion. Um, But some people might just want to start a blog just to start a blog and they don't know what to blog about. I actually have been there before, before I decided, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to share fashion. Um, So this is going to sound very basic, but I think the things that you need to ask yourself before starting a blog is, and it's not going to sound in order. It's going to be why, what, how, when, and where, you know, how weird that sounds. (laughs) Sounds like a English class. Who, what, when, where, why. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just, it's out of order, and it's in this order for a reason. So you want to think about your why, your purpose, your reason for doing this. Do you have a talent in something that you want to share? Or do you have a lot of knowledge in something that you want to help people out in? Or like you, Selena, I know you're doing this for a grade, but let's say this is a blog that you actually want to like pursue in culinary. Maybe you just love going to restaurants, experiencing different things in the local area, and you want to create a blog about it. And it will help people who are trying to figure out what to do in San Antonio. Whatever that why is, Everybody has a why, but it just takes sitting down and being completely honest with yourself. Whatever that reason may be, it doesn't matter. You can be successful in what you do. Um, Just think about what it is that you want to share, fashion, beauty, how-to, DIYs, whatever it is. For me, again, it was fashion. Because I know I love putting together cute outfits and sharing my sense of style. I was doing it before I actually started blogging. I was on um, Facebook taking pictures of my outfits and just sharing it. But I didn't know what I was really doing until I found a fashion community on Instagram. And I knew that I wanted to be a part of the fashion community. So that's when I became inspired and um, I started to put together a blog. So when you were putting together your blog, Selena, what, why did you choose that genre besides your educational purposes? So I chose to do um, culinary because I had already tried the wedding one, um, and that one was great. That one was so much fun. But I wanted something that I could do every day, like, something that 
we already do as a family, like on the weekends, we, you know, go shopping, go out to eat. And I, I knew it was something that I would have a little bit more time to just research the company, look them up on Instagram, um, because everybody is on Instagram now and also Facebook and see what it is that they have and create a blog for people who are coming to San Antonio or coming into town or who live in town that are new um, and see what we have to offer um, and all the different types of, of places they can see and visit um, as far as like for food if you want to bring your family or if you're going on a date or if you're just going to pick up and want something to come home to or <laughs> to bring to your house yeah. um, something easy like that so that way you know people have options so I kind of saw it as an opportunity to be helpful in a way um but also I, I thought it would be fun to do because I mean, food is great yeah food. there's yeah. different restaurants out there that have so many different like vibes and aesthetics that are just really cool yeah definitely I like San Antonio I'm I missed it when I left and I'm sort of back now yeah. um so I think the other part of the why that people really need to think about when before starting their blog is, do you want to monetize your blog? Because sometimes people start out not knowing or wanting to monetize. Like myself, I didn't even know that it was a thing. And then they change their minds later. I think knowing that what you intend on doing, like if you want to monetize it or not knowing this early is going to help your success in making money off of your talents um some people don't want to monetize and i get that like i know plenty of bloggers who are strictly just about you know the hobby and community and that's that's a good thing too but just you know just know what you want to do from the beginning um, I think it would have helped me if I would have known. Um, here you want to create yourself like a mission statement too in your why, like a goal. Like where do you see yourself in a year, five years, ten years in this blogging community? Yeah, I, I think I, I really liked that I was able to experience um, creating a blog through a school system or through school or class or whatever. Um, because even though I had the freedom, the freedom to like create whatever I wanted to create or talk about whatever I wanted to talk about, I was still given some kind of guide guidance to figure out what I should and should not be doing as a blogger. And also I was able to figure out what I really want to blog about. Cause we had to kind of send her, a a um idea I think is what it was called she wanted us to send her some ideas that we had and um to elaborate so that way we knew okay if we're going to talk about this is it something we could really talk about or is it something that was gonna just fizzle out um because if you're able to write a page or two about a topic you're more than likely going to be able to like actually do it and actually yeah. have like backs to it and not just be like okay I want to do this and then you're like oh what, what do I what do I even talk about yeah yeah it definitely has to be something that you're passionate about something that could just keep going on and on and on or it's just gonna be a fling short yeah. time thing <laughs> um so once you have your why all figured out I think the next thing is your what. And I'm going in order of what I said. So your what is pretty much like your niche. And this might be repetitive, but um, a niche, like you need to focus on your niche and the plans that you have for your blog. So what is it exactly that you want to share? Because I'll tell you these days, as a fashion blogger, you cannot bank off of that category alone. So you kind of need like little um, pivots, little spinoffs, little um, little categories that captivate other people's interests. Right. So I don't know. You just need like different layers of you that you're sharing in a blog. Is there 
something that you can bring to the table? Is there something that uh, you could do that no one else is doing? Or you can take something and add a little fun twist, like, you know, add a little bit of spice, your little spin to it. Um, If you hope to make this your income, you need to be innovative for one. So if you want to make this a full-time thing, you have to be innovative and very committed. Um, So many girls are already doing the fashion blogging genre. So it is so hard to stand out from the rest. Um, How are you going to give a little bit of unique flair to this community is what you really want to ask yourself. And I know for you, it's just educational purposes. So I know um, you don't have to worry about that. But if you were to add a little Selena flair to your blog, what would it be? Um, that's really hard because um, I know with like the fashion world, there's so many. Um, but it's kind of the same thing for the food industry or for food bloggers. There's so many out of, out there and there's so many that can travel the world that can show some amazing places. And while San Antonio is amazing itself, I don't have like that wow factor to do that. Um, so I would have to just like try to incorporate something that's personal to myself just to see if I can stick out maybe with like doing a um, weekly or monthly coffee feature or something because I love coffee. Yeah. Coffee is very big in San Antonio as well, so I think that would also capture people's attention. Or just going out to the small towns every every so often as well to do, like, another feature and see the small restaurants that are around here too, like the mom-and-pop shops. Or, like, maybe food trucks and stuff, like food truck features. That'd be fun, too. Yeah, I think San Antonio has, like, four or five food truck parks here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I actually haven't been to them yet because food trucks became, like, a really big thing in the past maybe five years. I don't know. Neither have I. I live here my entire life, and I still haven't gone to one. Yeah. Well, I know for fashion bloggers, um, a lot of them like to add the extra flair to their blog by giving beauty tips, DIYs, or anything that's helpful to the audience. I've seen some girls that are like plant lovers, so they'll like do a feature about plants and like give girls tips on how they can keep their plants alive. I know I need all of that because I always kill mine. Um, Maybe I've seen some that love reading books, so I've seen some start book clubs. I mean, there's just so many things that girls can explore, but I think that's very important, just kind of making that blog your own and thinking about what you can add that's different than the rest if you're going to go into, like, blogging at all, fashion, beauty, whatever it is. Um, So once you get your why and you understand what you are sharing, I think the next thing to look at is... Your how. How are you going to do this? Is it going to be full-time, part-time, strictly a a hobby? Full-time, you're most likely going to want to make money, of course, because, you know, you need income somehow. Um, You need to know anytime that you make commission, you need to treat it like it's a business from the beginning. If it's part-time, also treat it like a business. But, I mean, that all depends on how much money you plan to make on this. Um, When I first started, I'll share my journey. I was not strong in my why, like I said earlier, and that hurt me. I'll tell you how here in a second. Of course, I knew I wanted to share fashion, and I wanted to share fashion ideas and be connected to the industry. But in the beginning... I did not know anything about reward style and how you can make money fashion blogging. So within a few months of starting my blog, I learned about uh, reward style and um, I still did not know if it was something I wanted to do because I already, you know, had a job. I did not make my decision early because I didn't feel good enough. Like I felt like I wasn't good enough to be reward style status and I said to myself I didn't need it but later 
down the line, I want to say like eight months later, I changed my mind. And I honestly think that if if I would have made up my mind sooner, I wouldn't have been... I think it set me back. Let's just say that. I think that it set me back and um, I started pursuing a life of commission and I wasted so many months on a free WordPress. A lot of time and energy went into my free WordPress and then I went and bought a website and I had to start all over again. I had to work harder to bring people over to my blog and I wanted I wanted to build like a good community and it, I found out that it was just really hard to do months later. I should have treated my blog like a business, but I just really didn't know and I felt like I wasn't at that level. Yeah, I think that's a really good way of looking at it. Definitely making sure that this is not your, I, I don't necessarily say like it has to be your priority but like one of your main priorities and treating it like a business is probably like the best way to look at it if it's something that you actually do want to make money off of and want to like have a successful following on as well yeah definitely um so I also think that the how should involve bringing details to your goals so um, I don't know if you've ever written out goals before, but for me, they kind of go like this. Like, I'll have my goal, and it'll just be, like, the main focus, and then I'll have, like, little, um, <laughs> this Layla, um, and then I'll have little, um, little ideas of, like, how I will achieve that goal, and then on those ideas, I'll have the steps that I need to take to get to that um, next step that's going to help me achieve that big goal. Yeah, I think I do. I would say for myself right now, like the way I do my goals are based off work. So like I give myself weekly goals to make sure that I stay on top of things, especially because being partly like almost at full-time school and working full-time, I have to like try to separate those two or I will not be successful in either one of them. Yeah. So I'll lay out my goals step by step and how I'm going to accomplish them. And then, um, you know, like, what is your goal when you're uh, creating your blog? Is it getting into reward style or is it getting a major collaboration deal with the brand or is it both? Do you plan on growing? That's another thing to think about, you know, growing in your blog and growing on your Instagram are two different things. You have to do two different things for those platforms or any platform that you you use, even TikTok. Um, The way I see it is that uh, you need followers when you're doing social media, because if you don't have followers, then why are you creating content if no one's going to see it? So think about that too. Like who's going to see your stuff? Who is your ideal audience? Think about their demographic. Who are you talking to? Some bloggers want to grow in the 100K. Some wish for a million. Others want to keep it under 20K and some even smaller than that. I guess, you know, just start making a plan on how to get there Um, We can talk about that in another episode, though, because that just that's a lot of information right there um, on how you grow and how it's different on Instagram than it was two years ago. IG IG is constantly changing and the industry is always evolving as well. And I know I'm the Instagram guru here (laughs) between you and I. (laughs) I'm always on Instagram. You're never on it. I'm not good at social media, not because I don't want to, or actually not because I don't, I can't try because I don't, I really don't want to, but I mean, I just, I have like my time put in elsewhere, so I don't give the time that I could probably do, which like one of the things I was going to say is like with having my blog, one of the things that I also did for it, um, because I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it, is I did create a Instagram account for it. So that way I could take a little post of what it is that I'm talking about that week to put onto there and then add in all like the hashtags to help people find it easier. But 
I sadly haven't even done that. Like I have the account, but I haven't posted on it. Uh, and something so small like that to help you gain following could easily help you. Yeah. You just have to time and effort. <laughs> yeah. So wait, do you know if any of your classmates are really are really doing all of that? Like if they're doing all of that, I mean No, because we honestly don't even share our posts with each other we just share it with our instructor and the reason I did it like that is because since I'm going into the tech world or possibly like the marketing world I have to have some kind of portfolio to show that I know how to create those things and know how to integrate them so I took the time to be like okay let me also make an Instagram account and then I can link that to the WordPress so they can see that I know how to do those things yeah yeah, definitely. And then as, you know, on the topic of social media, you want to ask yourself where to do it, right? So there's yeah. so many platforms that you can do your blogging on or share some type of influencing because a blog really, when I think of blog, you think of websites, like, you know, what you created, what I currently have, but I'm not as present as I should be on it. Um, and then influencing, you think of like social medias, um, so maybe you don't wish to have a blog because maybe you don't feel like people are going to read it and you want to do influencing on social media. So back in t- 2015, when I first started, um, blogging, there were so many bloggers who had their own blog. And then two years later, it seemed like there were more bloggers without an actual blog. I don't know why we called them bloggers. They were influencers. They were doing their influencing on social media. And that's when Instagram stories became really big. And I had friends who were accepted into the reward style program that did not even own a blog. Always thought you needed to be a blogger, but that's not the case anymore. So I would choose a platform that you're passionate about. And I know, Selena, you said you're not passionate about Instagram. Uh, For me, it's Instagram, my web page, and now this podcasting channel, which is my new pivot. Um, These days, there are a lot of girls that, you know, they were into the Instagram influencing stuff. And then TikTok came out and then they weren't popular on Instagram, but they're popular on TikTok, which you're the TikTok one in between you and I. Like, I don't even own a TikTok. Anything I know about TikTok, it's from talking to my sister. And it seems like the way to go, like some girls, like they're able to showcase their talents the on their video creativity through TikTok. Yeah, TikTok's amazing. Um, for the longest time, I was, like, so against it, too. I was like, this is stupid. Because you you would get, like, all these really cringy teenagers just, like, doing all these stupid dances. But I think the community for it has grown so much. There are so many different things to watch on there. And then, of course, like, the algorithm for your what you're watching changes depending on what you've been watching. So I think it's great in that aspect. And I've seen so many people that I've, I've like found and loved um have such creativity come out within these little second videos which I think is great because I think everyone should have some kind of creative outlet and whatever social media that you're doing it on having some creativity kind of helps you break away from your everyday struggles just so you can you know feel a little bit of happiness get a little bit of a like a motivation going again yeah yeah I saw that there was TikToks on like how to I don't know make things or you know like little DIYs or recipes or you know the really cute cat videos or dog videos some of the few videos I started to watch on TikTok when I first went to TikTok were like these people making tumblers just like making these amazing creative art pieces and putting them on these travel mugs. And I just thought it was amazing because I would have never thought to do that or to make it or how to make that, but they put it out there for you and it's very easy to follow and be like, I can do this. I can make this myself as well. 
Um, so it's very motivating. I think they're great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you showed me the other day, um, there's some funny ones, some political ones, and then there's yeah. some ones that are like, I remember the ones with the, the guys in the group when they're asking the questions and whenever it pertained to them, they would push their friend out in front and they're like all pretty boys. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? of some of the cringy ones but the one that I showed you is a group of people that were kind of doing a parody yeah the parody these cringy um dances together of what they are and what they're not I don't know it was there it's so silly but it was funny the way that they did it and especially because one of the girls that I've followed since like Vine when that was like a thing and I I was growing up yeah I, I first saw her and her husband. Um, they weren't together on Vine, but like now they're together. And just watching them and watching her dress up as a boy was just—it was great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, remember Selena back in um, when the Jonas Brothers were big, and we yeah. were. This was before the whole media video thing, but uh, YouTube was a thing. And, um, yeah, like we were watching a Jonas brother video on YouTube and I was like, let's make a parody of it. And we did. And we posted it on YouTube. Yes. But it was not good. <laughs> hard to just not be a part of it. And I was forced. <laughs> yes. I had the idea and I was like, let's do it. And, um, the, the older brother, he opened the shower curtain. He said, like, hey, guys, or something like that, right? And then I hid in the shower and had you video it. <laughs> and I did the same thing he did. I think what actually happened is, like, you did the, the shower scene. And because I didn't want to, I ended up recording. And it was Chelsea that did one of the other brothers. Yeah. We did with her. I, I remember she was at... She was uh, pulled into a few of ours, too. Yeah. I always had, like, this creative, like, I don't know. Never follow through on everything, but I always have, like, creative ideas. Yeah. So, um, whatever uh, social media platform you choose, um, you know, that you feel like you're going to be successful in, create an account for that. Create that for your blog. Um, The hard part... And I struggle with this all the time is being consistent in your platforms, especially your multiple platforms. I have trouble with one. So me being involved with three or four, actually four, because I do have a Pinterest um, and I'm not very present on it. It's very hard. Um, But I know I notice that the key, the secret to success is being consistent and, um, yeah, I, I think that's what people need to really focus on each of their platforms. Treat it like its own separate thing, especially your like to know it account, which I have. Um, I try to treat that like an, a separate account that I need to focus on. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you can focus on also, uh, people like to do this and it's not a bad idea. Their brand colors and their aesthetics. So blogging and social media and all that, it's all about visuals. So just kind of like think of a theme and try to stick to it. It doesn't have to stay that way. It can change over time. Um, I think changing is good anyway. Um, you always need like a you need transition. You need to keep things interesting. People like to see a little bit of evolution. Yeah, I think aesthetic and, and uh, visualizations are very, very important if you are trying to take off and and make people notice you a little bit more. Standing out, having your own, um, your own style is definitely important with your social media accounts. Yeah. And uh, now we get to the when. When do you launch your blog? Um, I think that a lot of people will make excuses, so don't do this. Um, You know, like maybe they feel like they're not good enough, like I did in the past, so they don't like go all the way in. And um, honestly, there's never a perfect time to launch a blog. 
a lot of my experiences that I've gathered was from doing. So I honestly think you just have to get out there and do it. Right. There are um, plenty of circumstances that apply that maybe, you know, if you want to hold off is if there's a date that you have in mind because it's very sentimental to you, I think that's okay. Or if you have like plans for a launch that, you know, you have to meet like certain conditions, that's fine too. Um, But other than that, I think you should just, you know, launch your blog. Don't wait. I definitely don't recommend on waiting. I've learned so much. Now, I would say, obviously not. I mean, waiting is, there are certain things that maybe you should wait for. Um, Like actually having an idea and stuff. And don't waste money if you really don't have like a, you don't need like a year plan of what it is you want to do, but just an idea and maybe a couple of first posts just so you feel comfortable being like, okay, this was done. This was put out right. And I see you do this so many times where you know exactly what you're going to be posting because you have an idea and you have that pre-planned, um, set in motion before you post it. So I definitely think that's key, but I would definitely also recommend not waiting just because you're like afraid to post it just you have to kind of like take a leap of faith yeah and and just put yourself out there like don't be afraid to put yourself out there and I think like just paying attention to the analytics of your post you know like um you know some posts are more popular than others so then you kind of pay attention to the ones that are popular that way you know what your followers are looking for and you try to like just um adapt or you know just kind of like focus on the things that you know your followers are going to be looking for right so here are some tips that i think will be very helpful for new bloggers so one i think this is just something that i think you should not do unless you know your why really well Do not start a free WordPress. If you're going um, into blogging and you know it's going to be something you want to make commission on or it's going to be something that you want to grow from and it's going to be a business, just start your own web page. Find a catchy name that kind of summarizes who you are. Um, I know so many names are already taken. And to be honest, keep Brandy K., not very catchy. Uh, the reason why I had it was because, you know, when I was in my late 20s, early 20s or whatever, um, and I was on MySpace, I used that little catchy name as like a water um, a watermark on my photo so people wouldn't take it. And I, it just kind of stuck. When I was looking for an Instagram name, Brandy Kimberly was taken, so I used Cute Brandy K from my uh, MySpace. There's no turning back. <laughs> You're stuck with it. I'm stuck with it. Um, but, you know, if I wanted to rebrand myself, I could. I think it's fitting. So, like I said uh, earlier, transitioning, I think... Uh, Showing different layers of yourself, um, not being stagnant, sharing different stages of your life is very important if you're going to be blogging. Um, Staying stagnant year after year, you don't show any kind of growth and development so people actually might lose interest in you because you're not growing with them. That's why you see a lot of bloggers that you may know, they transition from fashion blogger to mommy blogger or fashion blogger, and now they're like more into health and they're like a health blogger. It keeps things interesting and allows new followers to find you. Bloggers are human. They evolve. Over the past years, some of them went from like strictly on websites and Instagram to doing TikToks, like I mentioned earlier. And it's crazy because some bloggers, like I said, who were not even popular before TikTok are like very popular because of their digital creation photo editing. 
most importantly, do not be discouraged because you might feel like the fashion industry blogging is oversaturated. Um, you may be you may be right, but there is always room for ideas and originality. And if you have originality, bring that to the table. Um, the fashion industry needs originality. Trust me, we all kind of do the same thing. I will say this, that the blogging world was a lot smaller in 2015. I remember when my favorite bloggers that I used to follow, they had like 10,000 followers and now some of them are sitting at a million. Um, Back when people did not know anything about fashion blogging, um, when I first started, they were just like, what is a fashion blogger? And now... I mean, I could talk to a girl and she knows exactly what fashion bloggers are and they might follow like one or two. Um, So I really don't see the fashion blogging industry going anywhere anytime soon. So creativity is definitely needed and there's definitely plenty of time to get your foot into the door. Absolutely. I agree. Okay, so I would like to get into my next segment, which is called a glass of inspiration, a glass of inspo. Um, Everybody knows Caitlin Covington. She has one million followers. And if you don't know her, definitely look her up. I think I've shared her with you before, Selena. The name sounds familiar. I'm I'm pretty positive you have. Yeah, because I love her style and... Um, she is coming out with a fall line c- collaborated with Pink Lily. So she did this, yeah, she did this earlier in the year. She did it for spring. And um, I really, really loved some of her pieces. They were so cute. And it comes out this Friday. She's going to have like fall items. And I'm waiting for it. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Have I uh, showed you Pink Lily before? Oh, yeah. I, I know what Pink Lily is. Yeah. I I'm can... not as, as my sister, but there are some things I know sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so I cannot wait to see what she has in her fall line. Um, and uh, she had her like little highlights or little previews of her fall line, and they're saved in her highlights on her Instagram. So if you, any of you guys are wondering about it, go check it out. Um, while we're on the topic of Caitlin Covington, she also inspired me um, a couple weeks ago when she did uh, a post on Instagram that has like little witch hats hanging from her porch for Halloween. I'm not really big on decorating for Halloween. Um, I try to keep it more fall theme, but I do like to add a little bit of Halloween into my decor during this time. And I thought that was a great idea. I uh, changed it up because I did add like the 3D bats that you can get you can get on Amazon into my interior of the house. And you see that all over Instagram and Pinterest. Like that's not an original thought at all, but I like it. Um, And then uh, I decided to buy the floating or the little witch hats. You can get like 12 of them for, I think it was like $14 or something like that or $17. I can't remember. And um, I started hanging some of them inside of my dining room area. And then I went ahead and set three aside and I put them on my front porch too. And they look really cute. Nice. Yeah, I like them. I keep wanting to buy more and more, but I put myself, I put a limit on myself because it was like, we don't really need anymore. And as soon as November hits, I am one of those people who will start slowly decorating for Christmas <laughs> because why not? I mean, there's not as many cute Thanksgiving decorations. I mean, I guess I could keep a lot of the orange, but start bringing in like the neutral um like cream colors and take out a little more of the scary <laughs> the scary Halloween stuff just to make it a little bit more festive. Yeah, I feel like when December hits people want it to be Christmas decor already. Like everybody just wants the Christmas magic to last longer than a month. Yeah, no, November is the month to start like doing Halloween stuff. I mean Christmas stuff. <laughs> 
But as you know, my husband won't let me put up the Christmas tree until after Thanksgiving because it's a tradition. Well, I don't know if you know, but mom's going to have two Christmas trees this year. Oh, no, I did not know that. Yeah, so we'll have one downstairs, and then we're going to have one upstairs. So the smaller one will go upstairs, so I get to decorate that one. And it's going to be, like, my style is more, like, boho, kind of, like, all-natural style. Maybe try to mix in some modern stuff inside of it. Um, But when it comes to Christmas, I love traditional Christmas stuff. So I'm going to try to figure out a nice balance of nature mixed with old-fashioned Christmas with um, some of the decorations upstairs are kind of like more modern are going to be more modern so I'll need to figure out how to make those look all good together (laughs) yeah Um, well last episode I mentioned about like how girls are already starting to put together gift guides for Christmas and we're in the middle of October which seems really really soon Um, And it's all due to, like, the media talking about um, shipments being um, delayed and all that stuff. And um, Like to Know It is promoting that girls can put together gift guides. So, like, if you go on their Like to Know It account, there's a little... um, there's a little section that you can you can click and say um, it says gift guides and you can click on it and all of the gift guides will populate. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I've seen some of the ships that are kind of like supposedly at sea. Hopefully we have like a solution to that so people don't feel like they're missing out on Christmas gifts because Christmas is this year will be a lot different than it was last year. And I know a lot of people who probably haven't seen each other in a really long time are, are really looking forward to it this year. Yeah, it's just been crazy for the past year and a half, more than a year and a half, right? Yeah. And um, what do you call it? Uh, I remember last year, Black Friday, we were standing in line at GameStop forever just to buy the new Xbox system just for uh, for them to come out and tell us that they don't have any more, like... Yeah, Nobody in line got wait. one. Like, they never got them. I don't know what happened. It was really weird. And then it was, like, this whole year was, like, based on I mean, microchip shortages. Xbox and PlayStation and the Switch have been out for a very, very long time. Um, I think I see them in a lot more, but people buy them up so quickly that it's still seriously hard to get and then the new switch came out and I really wanted to get that but I haven't been able to see any anywhere yeah I think we went to Costco we went to Costco last week and they have like the the cute Animal Crossing switch I might get that one because I switched with Cody for his light and I really really miss being able to like hook up my um switch to my tv when I'm playing Animal Crossing my sister is really into video games. Yeah. And uh, we have this update for Animal Crossing coming out on November 5th. I am so excited about that. You'll probably hear about that on my stories here soon. <laughs> I was finally able to, like, last night get my um, get KK slide on my island. So now I have all of the editing capabilities, and I'm very, very excited about it. What do you plan on doing for Halloween? Um, for the Halloween, well, I have to work on, I don't know if it's Saturday or Friday. I think it's on, I think it's on Saturday. There's like, so there's two really big events going on at my work. And since my coworker's leaving, it's only me, me and my manager. So she's, me and her are both working that oh. night because both events have about 400 people. Oh, wow. So there's going to be a lot of people at my work. <laughs> Um, and then I really, really wanted to make a charcuterie board for Halloween. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make a very um, festive little board where we watch Halloween movies. Yeah. Probably. That's what, that's what my husband and I are going to do. Um, we bought candy for the kids that come by. A hundred pieces. So we're like one per kid. And then towards the end of the night, we'll pass out more because we don't want that candy to stay in our house. And no. then... Huh? 
So we went to Target today, and Mom bought a bag of 400 pieces. <gasps> and she thought it was... She thought it was like $19.99. And she looked, and it was $40. Oh, my God. Gosh, I thought this was 20 bucks. This is not $20. No. She might go, and I want to just get, get a smaller bag. I wasn't paying attention. I was doing stuff on my phone with my um, like Target app. Oh, Mom, <laughs> she's funny. She just, she bought it and regrets it. Was she planning on getting out, like, handfuls <laughs> to all the kids? Here you go. Here's, so, like. I mean, to be to be honest, your son won't eat them all. Yeah, he probably will. Or that. And then even after that. Uh, um, him and Fernando will, will definitely, like. All the candy. Them. I'm not, I love candy, but not like that. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll probably dress up in my costume since I made it, and I'll pass pass out candy and watch scary movies and make fun little Halloween theme treats for Mark and I. But that's that's definitely my plan. I probably won't even put on my costume because, like, I'm not going to a Halloween party this year. Um, I think I was invited to one, and I just don't feel like going because I have to work and I still have school. And I bought Layla a really cute costume, so <laughs> I'd rather spend time watching movies, um, enjoying the little time that I have to myself be- between school and work, and pass out candies in our new area. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, I asked some of my followers on my Instagram um, last week some of these questions, and I'm just going to give you guys the um, stats Okay, so I asked, do you read blogs? 56% of them said yes, and 44% said no. But in all fairness, the people that said yes, they were bloggers or influencers themselves. I asked if they like mirror selfies, because I I don't know if you know this, Cell, but a lot of bloggers will take mirror selfies. I think you've seen mine, of course. Yeah, on my regular Instagram, I follow, like, your account and a couple of other um, fashion bloggers that I think you introduced me to, and then some here in San Antonio mm-hmm. that I've met. So a lot of people used to say that people have issues with girls that take mirror selfies, but a hundred percent said they saw nothing wrong with mirror selfies. Yeah, I feel like those are probably the best because you can get a full like idea of what the outfit looks like. Yeah. And then 90% said that they both, that they like both iPhone and quality camera photos on Instagram. Oh, yeah. iPhone nowadays, compared to the, the, phone, the camera that I have, it takes way better and clearer photos. Yeah. And it's better than lugging around that really huge camera, setting it up, or even like having, you know, someone take pictures of you with, the big camera. It, I don't know. I think it gets awkward sometimes. This thing gets so heavy sometimes. I want to get the smaller version of this. Um, I forgot what they're called. But they still take really good quality cameras. But a lot of professional photographers are kind of moving over to this style to have like a backup. I think it just makes more sense. She's uh, holding a D- DSLR Nikon. What is it? What's the number? Uh, D3200. Oh, D3200, guys. I have... Qualities to it, but it's just very heavy. What do I have? Let me see. I D3400. <laughs> yeah, so I think yours is like a step up for mine. I love mine. I just don't use it that much because I have to take my own photos. And again, I just feel weird setting up yeah. my tripod and my camera and using my remote. I might as well just do it with my iPhone. Yeah, and the iPhone takes really good photos. I mean, they're not, like, somebody who, who's done photography for, like, school and stuff, they're not, like, the best format that you should be using, especially if you're trying to use it professionally mm-hmm. um, for actual photography. But as somebody who's going to be posting them on Instagram or social media sites, it works just as great. Yeah. Oh, my sister um, took photography also for her college education yeah, she to, loves photography 
photography one and two, but I've been doing photography or like been interested in photography since like my sophomore year in school. I always had a camera. Actually, I would say probably eighth grade because I think our brother bought us, bought me a really nice camera one time when he was overseas and it was like a Coolplex. It was one of the very first touchscreen ones. It was my favorite thing and I would like take photos of my friends all day, every day at school. So if you guys don't already know, my sister has taken a few of my photos. Um, She's better at it than I am. I sometimes beg her to take my photos when I come visit, (laughs) like at SeaWorld and stuff. I did it for the Halloween one. Yeah. I asked the question if my followers like still photos or videos instead, and 71% said they like still photos versus videos. So I thought that was interesting since we're going like towards more video and TikTok and all that stuff is, you know, very popular. But this is kind of weird because it's half. 57% said they like reels, while only 43% said that they were not into them. Interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. Well, Selena, thank you for coming on, and thank you, thank you for your support, and uh, thank you guys, my friends. Thank you for listening to this podcast, Past Prosecco. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast, and I will let you know when another one drops on Instagram. Selena, do you have anything you want to include or? Um, I would just say um, to follow her on Instagram. Um, Keep Brandy K. Is that still the title? No, my Instagram is now Brandy underscore Kimberly, but my my uh, blog is www.keepbrandyk.com. There you go. <laughs> um, so until next time, guys. Cheers. Cheers.